crazy Crazy for feeling so lonely Welcome to Philly Sportscast with your hosts, Derek, Hi. Dave, and E-Money. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the 4th of July beginning of the week. Oh, Independence Week. It's Tuesday, but we are just as excited for next Tuesday, so wow. uh, it's time to rock and roll. Trying to get the drink on, I believe. Well, Philadelphia is probably the best place to be during the 4th of July By weekend. far. Oh, yeah. And oh, yet, yeah. down on South Broad Street, it could be the <laughs> worst place to be. Ooh. That's not just for the fourth. That's any day of the week. I think you're right, Dave. Uh, just don't know what to say about the Phillies. The, the downward spiral is just couldn't get any further down. Worst team I've seen in a long time. Oh, by far. They don't have any will to win. Their pitcher, their best pitcher, beats his wife in the <laughs> middle of the street in Boston. Takes his frustrations out. I can see that. That's not cool at all. You know. What do you tell a female with two black eyes? Nothing. You told her twice. Oh, <laughs> that's just awful. And that, but that's just exactly what uh, we've been hearing all week. You know, yeah. with the uh, media and the jokes and the commentaries. What, the only thing the Phillies can beat are, is their wives. Yeah, exactly. That's, and everything. That's it's great. tough. It's that's great. Just tough. It's, on, it's all on the forums. Yeah, it's awful. But you know what really gets me about Brett Myers beating up his wife in the middle of the street? He's the best one we got. Yep. Why, why couldn't it be Raul Cormier? <laughs> Probably scared of his wife. Yeah, you're right. Those Canadians normally <laughs> yeah. are. I mean, I'm just saying why. Th- that's what makes it a perfect season. Is that the, our best pitcher? The only thing that gave, was really it might as well have been Brett Myers, Ryan Howard, Chase Utley, and Aaron Rowland just beating up on some lady asking for some cash, <laughs> asking for an autograph. Yeah, that would have just made it even better. What was your reaction to the non-suspension by the Phillies and letting him start on Saturday? You got to start your ace. Innocent until proven guilty, yeah. that whole thing. And they set precedent with, uh, what's his name, last year. But see, I disagree with that because they did suspend him this year. They suspended him after the start only because the fans went a little apeshit about letting him start anyway. So what what's the difference between the fans making it known that they're just pleased with the way he reacted and then suspending him or having a little nuts and saying, listen, man, we can't really can't have you go out there today. You just got arrested for beating up your wife in the middle of a street. <laughs> I'd have but him I, out there. It was against Schilling. You would? Why would you? Because he's the only one that's going to maybe win the game against Schilling. Okay, so you're giving your team the best chance to win. However, you're, what does it say to the women in the stands and the women who work for the Phillies? Seriously, what does it say think, to them? It's a slap in the face. I a win's a win's a win, maybe? <laughs> so the lady who types up Dave Montgomery's letters in the morning, right, gets his coffee and stuff, you're telling me that She's okay with with uh, Brett Meyer starting on hey, Saturday look, because man, he didn't, the Phillies the best chance he's to not, win. He's not guilty of anything. What is this country all about? Right? He's no. innocent until proven guilty. Right. But you've seen so Kyle. he's innocent right now. Right. He's you, an innocent man right now. But you and he also needs to go pitch. But you've seen the show Cops, right, Ev? Bad boys, bad boys. Right. What you gonna do? You've seen Inner Circle, ho. If you see that on television, right, and you see the way things go down, and you see one man hit another, hit a woman on Cops. Do you say he's innocent until proven guilty? If you I'm going to say it, that about Brett Myers. If you see it, though. If you see it, I would say, yeah, he's guilty. Right. So there were eyewitnesses. There was even a chick in the, from the PR department in the Phillies who was an eyewitness who corroborated the whole thing. It went down. He was pulling her, grabbing her, and hit her. Right. In the street. So it's not really innocent until proven guilty. He, it's pretty much proven. I didn't see it. Right. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is that if there was a camera... 
from a television show that showed this, you would say you have to suspend him. Suspend him right away. Right. So that's the only thing that makes a difference. Right. Not whether he's being proven guilty. It's whether or not anybody took their camera phones out and took a picture. Right. Or there was a news camera around. That's the only thing that difference here. If there was a news camera, the Phillies would have suspended him. Major League Baseball would have suspended him. Just because he did hit his wife, but because there was no news about it. It was a non-story because nobody saw it. But the, Right. That's, I think, when it comes down to trial, his wife can say, I don't want to press charges. No, he can't. You know, I'll tell you why. Because the the um, charges were filed by the city of Boston, oh, not that? by okay. his wife. Because there were so many witnesses, because it was in the middle of the street. Right. So he has no choice. She can't just say, oh, I love you. I'm sorry. I was overreacting. I was drunk. She can't do that. So now he's taking a leave of absence. till the All-Star break. Till th- yeah, through the All-Star break to get... While he disagrees with the um, charges, he understands that he has a little bit of problem and needs to have it addressed. You think he beat her before? Oh, yeah. Because what, why I think that is because she was screaming, I'm not going to let you do this to me again. <laughs> oh, you were there? The <laughs> B-Man was up in Beantown this weekend. I was definitely not there. Are you hiding those pictures to sell? <laughs> I definitely was not there. Um, let me tell you something. Philly Sportscast needs all the clicks he can get. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, <laughs> they would be up there first and foremost. Sweet. What I am saying is, just because there was no camera there, or just because there was no media or at all or whatever, doesn't mean it didn't happen. And the Phillies should have taken action right away, and they didn't. It's insulting to their female fans, insulting to the females that work for them, and insulting to you know men who you who know who don't who despise domestic uh. violence like the three of us. So I don't get it. I don't know why they why they considered it a non-story because nobody nobody in the media saw it and all that jazz. That's the only reason why they treated it this way. Right, and that's bad. That's real bad. It's insulting. And the, it doesn't help any that the Phillies are losing by the bucket load. And Dave Montgomery and Pat Gillick have to say, we have to send Myers out there because he's our only chance to break a losing streak. What's one game mean to this team? That's if he wins. Remember, one game meant the playoffs okay, last year. There you go. That's a terrific point. That's a terrific point. But against Boston, it would have been a half a game. True. So... I don't know. I'm telling you, I'm despised by it. I'm just sickened by it. Maybe it happened so quick and they didn't know what to do. They had a full day because it happened Friday they, night. I don't even I think it, One day, I mean, is that really enough time? It was. It happened Thursday night. Well, it was Thursday night, but Friday morning. It yeah, was, they had all Friday. It was after say. 12 o'clock at right. night. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. So, they had all Friday to say. And then Saturday you're not, noon. You're, we're not starting you tomorrow. We'll start you in, in Baltimore later on in the week. Right. Just to even get you out of and here. Just, and say, listen, we have no tolerance for this to our fans. We. While we don't know if Brett is guilty or of anything, right? We know what he's accused of, and we just don't think it's right that he starts. And that's it. That's all they have to say, man. And then they're done. But if you, if someone's accused of something, whether it be beating their wife or hitting a cop or anything, they have a set of guidelines that they do that they I use, agree. and their their guidelines are: we don't, you know, we don't acknowledge it until he's proven guilty or things like that. Blah blah blah. He keeps playing. Like Jason Michaels last year. I understand. So maybe that's, I mean, they, they said, you know, whatever the f- offense is, as horrible as it was, and as offending it was to all three of us, obviously, this is what they, this is, this is their, this is their precedent. That's the what Phils they did. didn't even say anything. They just let it go on, wait, and just say, hey, which we're going to, which is that might have been a really, which is the worst thing. That was the worst thing they could have done. All they have to do is me a culpa, man, say, listen, we know he's wrong. Have him come up and say, I know that. I put myself in an unfortunate situation last night. I will be handled through the courts, and I understand the Phillies' punishment. Right. That's it, man. And they walk away, and they're done. Somebody else starts against Schilling. 
on Saturday, a game that does that they would never have a chance to win anyway because they stink on hot ice. Or they could even say, you know what? We have a lawyer looking into the allegations right now. We won't know further until Saturday. As of right now, he's starting. And then they could have just won on that, maybe. Even something like that. There you go. I agree with that even. But they, instead, they said yeah. I had to say nothing. Right. And just start. That was like the worst a, thing. Like nothing ever happened. That is worse. It's awful. It's just like kind of admitting guilt without saying anything. I agree. And it's just... It's just that this team, I think, has zero connection. Zero, this team has a zero connection with its fans. Zero. I mean, this is domestic abuse, right? And they treated it like the, the people who go to these baseball games are all million-dollar baseball players. I mean, what are they even – how can they not comprehend that these people work hard for a living? They, they fight through all this. Some of, these, some of the people who go in the stands are victims of this. And they have zero feeling towards it? I mean, that's exactly what it felt like. Yeah. It was just like a uh, public drunkenness type thing. Well, no big deal. It, yeah, exactly. Oh, Brett, Brett, you know, Brett is Brett, or we don't, we're not sure because his lawyer is looking into it, right. and we respect his privacy. How about respecting all the women out there, man? How about respecting his wife, even? Awful. Awful situation. I'm just not down at all with it, about it. Awful. And it just makes the season even seem longer now. Just horrible. Well, I think the um, I don't even want to turn them on anymore. I know. I you know when they were playing that uh, Monday game in Boston and it went to extras. I actually hoped that they would lose. Oh, all you had to do was is just... that how bad is that though? Is, am I a bad fan because of it? What do you want them to lose? I wanted them to lose that ball game because I wanted them to get swept twice by the uh, <laughs> Red Sox. Why? Because I don't have any feeling for this team anymore. You don't care. That's cool with me. If you don't care. <laughs> if you do don't I, care, you don't want them to win. That's, do I not care? Do okay. I not care? It's a great question. Do I not care about this team anymore? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I, do I watch them? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a tough answer, man. It's a tough answer. Well, you didn't care. You didn't care. You wanted them to lose, so that's like that's horrible. Kind of knew they were going to lose. Anytime he gets a relief pitcher now. Even Gordon, big poppy comes yeah, up. Gordon let up a home run. It's yeah, the, the, it's a whole package now. The whole package, and if Brett Myers or Ryan Howard doesn't bail them out, they lose a ball game. Yep, they they were totally going to lose that game in Boston anyway before winning extras unless, until Utley hit a homer. You know, and Howard can't even bail them out sometimes. Seven RBIs, still losing. Wow, that that that's that was the beginning of the end for me. I thought. So this is what Myers said in a statement today. Okay, it's a direct quote. First, while I dispute that the facts are that are alleged, I recognize that my behavior was inappropriate, and for that I apologize. Second, I recognize that the incident created an embarrassing situation for many people, including my wife and family, my teammates, the Phillies organization, and fans, and I am very sorry for that. Now, can I ask you a serious question, Dave? Sure. What's the difference between what happened? I mean, today. And the day after that happened, why can't he say that exact same thing? Because he pitched already. He's not pitching until Thursday now. But he pitched poorly. That was their best game, though. It oh, was. No doubt about it. I thought it was a great game. I thought he pitched well. And he got booed. And this is what team president Dave Montgomery had to say. We abhor such violence and recognize that it is a very serious problem affecting a substantial number of victims particularly women across the country. 
If we have been guilty of delay in expressing these sentiments, we are sorry. Man, did they screw this one up or what? I really don't think people are real. I mean, I know the Philadelphia area is really taking it to a whole other level. But, I mean, I think the non-story, when they did the non-story thing on Friday, I don't think it's been resurfaced at all nationally. Okay, that's fine. But we, we I'm really not saying that's care. a good thing. I'm just saying they maybe that's maybe that was the race at home. Maybe that's what they wanted to do. Maybe they just I, wanted to sweep it on the rug as long as they could to dilute it a little. Bit. Well, that's I think if uh, if they didn't suspend him, if he pitched down in Baltimore, they would have booed him down there. Oh, I agree with you. Actions but, needed to be taken. But so wait a second. So if his time in the rotation wasn't on Saturday, two days after it actually a day after it happened because it was after midnight right. on, on Thursday night. You're telling me that if it, w- it was five more days till he had to pitch and he had to pitch in, um, in Baltimore, do you think the Phillies would have said anything? I think the longer it was uh, fermenting, I think maybe something would have happened. But you can't, I can't speculate that. I don't know. Right. And but yeah, but why didn't they say anything in the beginning? What can you speculate about that? I don't know. That's right. I would like to be in you know, Montgomery's. Montgomery, yeah, I'd like to be in his office to hear what's going on. Like, Are they saying, hey, we need to break this. We need to have bread out there. Let's just wait one day and push it off. And if that's what they're saying, that's horrible. It is. And the fact that they said nothing is horrible, which we already said. Well, what do you think? How do you think it went down? You think Gillick said to Montgomery, what do you think we should do? And Montgomery said we have to let him pitch. I mean, ultimately, it's Dave Montgomery's call, right? Right. I think Montgomery should have, at the beginning, said, hey, this is what we're Put doing. Put his ass on the bench, And this man. is why we're doing we it. Have, we have fans that, we, that, we are, that should be our priority one, not this punk-ass player. Right. It's a terrible thing that he did, man. And you know what? He's, this is going to live with him forever in this you, town. You know what? If you suspend that. a pitcher for five games, he misses one start. You know, you can easily. I agree. What's five games? That's nothing for a pitcher. I'm, I'm just disgusted by it. Disgusted by this situation. Doubly disgusted by this team. Yes. It's my usual all-star break. Usually when I get to the all-star break, I say, I'm not going to root for the Phillies anymore. I'm <laughs> simply going to root for the Mets to lose. Well, I've hit that point already, though. Pre All Star break, the Mets don't need to lose. No one's going to catch them in the yeah. NL East. No, no, no. Just I've given so, up to the fact that they're going to make the playoffs. Right. However, they can lose in the playoffs. That would be perfect. Yes. But what that does give Mets fans is a playoff berth, and that makes me ill. ill. Just ill. Right there with you, man. Charlie Manuel has been suspended for arguing with an umpire. <laughs> Spend it for one game. How do you feel uh, about that? Hold on. That reminds me of something, though. On uh, Monday, the Bucks County Carrier Times. I don't know if you guys saw the Carrier Times. The sports page, the very front picture, Charlie Manuel. Underneath, Manuel not included. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's another headline that was stolen straight from Man, the podcast. That was e-money and three weeks ago. And I'll tell you, I got a guy in the Carrier who knows this site, so I don't know if he's checking it out. Oh, no. Manuel's Manual. What's up with the copywriters at the Carrier Times? Just give a little shout-out. You can use anything you you want. Yes, this is all under the Creative Commons license. Feel free to grab, steal, purge. Just give a little shout-out. Carrier, give us a shout-out. That would be nice. What's up with that? Just a little little blurb. Phillysportscast.com. So so we're sitting here having cool ones. How do you feel about the Phillies? Besides being awful, what do you think – what's going to get you through the second half of the season? First, well, first come up, <laughs> it's going to be the trade deadline. See what they do at the trade deadline. Football was a great answer, though. The baseball trading deadline come July 31st. Mm-hmm. See if they make any moves. See if they get rid of Abreu. 
to free up some salary cap, which they say they're going to do, so next year they can get more people. And then right after that, preseason training starts. Camp. Preseason. Oh, yeah, preseason starts. Yeah, training camp the 20th. Yeah. Rookies come the 20th. Veterans come the 23rd. Ooh, yeah. So what do you guys think about Manuel sitting Burrow for a few games? Dude, he's been, he didn't get game. a hit during the Boston series. I think the last 10 games he has like seven hits. That's like probably seven out of 40 at-bats maybe, you know, if he's getting four at-bats a game. He's definitely in the cellar right now. Several of the Phillies, let me just give you Pat Burrell's stats real fast. Several of the Phillies' big bats have scuffled through June. Pat Burrell is hitting 200 with five homers, 14 RBIs, and 22 strikeouts. Uh, Strikeouts have definitely been killing him. Dude, but it's not the strikeout that you swing at. It's the backwards K that's killing him and killing me as a fan. He is supposed to be Pat the Bat, right, boys? What, he's batting 200 for the month of June? 200 for the month of June. That's unbelievable. That is horrible. It is unbelievable, and it is horrible. It's worse than both of those. Pat the Bat. And, you know, that's just a, a little snippet of what the Phillies are up to, man. I mean, the whole month of June I was just a disgrace, an absolute disgrace. Let's throw some stats on the uh, month of June. Let's get a win-loss for the month of June. Let's throw that in there, D. And that's uh, – well, he doesn't want to be called Pat the Bat, right? No. So we'll call him Pat the Silent Bat. <laughs> <laughs> I got him all tonight. That was good. Pat the Silent Bat. Yes. Silent but deadly. <laughs> I tell you, their numbers are going to – the uh, fan base is going gonna, gonna to diminish Okay, let me run through the month of June for you guys. Yeah, this is Phillies. this is just makes you want to cry. Dave, you ready for this? I'm listening. They lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen games in June. They won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So they won eight, lost 15 in the month of June. Right. And just think, at the beginning of June, that's when they were on their West Coast trip. They played L.A. It was, they came off that great and they, trip. They came? No, yeah, they, they came off going splitting with the Dodgers, and then they swept that was a four game series. the Diamondbacks. Yes, and then they swept the Diamondbacks. And then they played Washington. They lost three or four. That, that Sunday game, when they were playing Washington, right, was that a Sunday game? Yeah, they lost 6 nothing. And... They're like, you know what? If they lose, they still have a winning record on the road, yeah. but that's okay because it's a good winning but record. But the team mailed it in. Like They're like, we're just exhausted from the And that was the, the downfall. Right. Oh, you know what? Oh, that, that was the no, beginning. That's not the downfall. <laughs> you know what the downfall is? Getting swept by uh, the Metropolitans. Well, what about getting swept by the Devil Rays? Yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> now, they didn't get swept. They won one of those, didn't they? Yeah, they won Sunday. the Sunday game. Oh, uh, okay. On Sunday the but 18th. But they got shut out on Friday, 10 nothing, I think. No, it was 10-4 on Friday. Oh, 10-4. Yeah. I'm getting oh, swept. I think it was 10 nothing when I turned it on, <laughs> and then I turned it right off. Getting that swept. was only the third inning. Getting swept by the Mets, losing 2-3 or three to Tampa Bay, losing 2-3 or three to the Yankees. And spousal abuse. Then comes spousal abuse, then losing to Boston 10-2, 5-3, and 8-7. And 11. So what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say about this team? Time to trade them. Trade them all. Trade barrel, barrel or Derek and I were talking earlier. We're like, well, can we bench the whole team? Yeah, if one person gets suspended, can the whole team be suspended? You know what? Why not? You're going to sit barrel. The manager is suspended and their best pitcher is being suspended. Why can't you – and you're going to sit your quote-unquote air quote best hitter. Can you suspend the whole team and bring the guys from Scranton Wilkesbury up here? I don't know. Money-wise, probably not. But, but it would be worth thinking about. Well, you would have a 25-man roster. 
and just say, if you're like, okay, we're going to send, just say Aaron Rowan down. Well, he's going to have to clear waivers. He's not going to clear waivers. Chicago will pick him up. Some other team will pick him up. I, I, so, I really was only kidding. Around. Okay, just saying, right. Well, you said there's something to think about. I understand your, what your point is, but yes, something to think about. But you could sit them. You could sit each one of them every other day. You're going to have Nunez out there playing three different spots. You you know. said, but how come you're going to suspend Burrow? I mean, not suspend Burrow, but you're going to sit Burrow for, he said, at least five games, right? He's got to get his stuff back together. Charlie Manuel actually said he needs to start thinking about other things in baseball. What the hell is that about? You know what? He's been watching Major League Two. Is that what he asked? Because that's what Tom Bergeron told him. He's like, don't think about baseball. Tell me the turn-ons for all the Playboy centerfolds. Do you remember the catcher couldn't throw it back to the pitcher? So he had to be like, she likes water skiing. You know, picnics, and he would throw the ball right, and go to yeah. the pitcher, and he's like, yeah! Is Tom Bergeron the French guy from that? What's his name? Oh, no, not Tom Bergeron. <laughs> Beringer. Bergeron. Where the hell did that come from? I was going to let him roll with that. that. I don't know. I had to call you on the carpet on that. Tom Bergeron. Hey, yeah, Tommy like Berge. Sounds like you played goalie for uh, the Canadians. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so your, your, your best bat, you're sitting... Your best pitcher is sitting. Your manager is sitting. Now, I use manager, the term lightly. You're using best bat lightly, too. Yeah, very. you're very true about that. So why can't you just have them all sit their ass down? But I'm worried about Burl sitting for five games because how are you going to highlight him to people who want to get him in a trade? So this might say to me and you and E-Money over here, if he's paying attention, that Burl is going to be with this team for a while. He's not going to be traded because we because we want to get his mind off baseball. I can't even say it with a straight face, man. I'm laughing so this is I'm laughing on the inside. No, I'm laughing on the outside, and crying on the inside. I hear that. I hear that. I guess and he won't know, make the All Star team this year either. And Burl isn't one of those players that can just bounce right back. You know, from the 2003 season what we saw with that, that was just a horrible all the whole whole way through. He's got to call Mike Schmidt in. Is all you know? They got to talk about. That's why I'm baseball. surprised they didn't call Schmidt back in and say, "Hey, can you talk to him?" <laughs> yeah, what do you say to him though? Get your ass. Start hitting the ball, yeah. asshole. How about swing the bat with the bases loaded? Bases loaded. Close your eyes and just swing. Yeah. He's got to swing. I mean, don't you agree? He's got to swing. Yes. He so if he doesn't swing at that bat at that pitch, that means he's the only thing he feels he can do at that point is get a walk. Got to protect man. You got to protect. Now, what would you, let me ask you a serious question. Both these, I want a serious answer on this. What would you say if Pat Burrell walked down these steps right now? What would I, you say to him? I, I, first of all, I'd be like, oh, my God, Pat Burrell's in the basement. <laughs> then we'd be like, let's, let's get him a beer. First of all, let's just shake his hand, After give him a beer. we him a cool one, right. You know, how's the family? Because, you know, we go way back. What do you say to him? Pat, what's going on? What are you doing? What is going on with the Philadelphia Ball Club right now? So you ask him about the team, but not about his individual performance. No, I go right into him, his stats. I go, we just talked about your stats. You're 200 for June. What the hell's going on? Why are you not swinging at borderline pitches when the count is 3-2 and, and you got the bases loaded? I mean, that's you're a hitter. You're supposed to hit. That was hor- That was horrible to watch. I mean, I, I dude, what do you? And I he's horrible in those situations. I think they threw a stat up like two for fifty six. He is Man. awful in those situations, and that's not good for a four hole hitter. Because not good for an eight hole hitter, not, yeah. You know, but you know, I mean, even even worse for him because he's the one that's supposed to be able to make those clutch plays, and he didn't. He didn't do he it. Money, I totally agree. And that 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 hurt. So, what do you say to him? Do you do you really talk to him about the team, or do you say to him? As an individual, what is your freaking problem? Well, I first start with the team. I'm like, what's going on with this month of June? We just discussed this month of June, and it's absolutely ridiculous. What are your plans to uh, 
what do you what do you think you want to do this year? I mean, let's 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 be reasonable. But do you think he's trying his hardest? Deep down in your heart, do you think he's trying his best to win baseball games and hit the ball? Well, I think in baseball there are people getting slumps. I mean, you see it throughout history. That's just what happens. But I don't, what, how can I say that that man's not trying his hardest? I would. No, I don't. I don't think you can say that. Right, I mean, I, I would wouldn't say. It I mean, he's he's trying as hard as he can. I know you can't say it. You said last week he let out that big f bomb during the game that the business person I did, went man, to. I was totally turned around by the Good. guy because his passion for trying for winning, he can't do anything about the crap relief pitching. I think. But he what could, he can do is swing the bat at three two pitch on a borderline pitch with the bases loaded. Right or wrong? I think things. I think. Things get in his head. I think he, he's a, he's got a, he's a bit of a head case. Cry me a freaking river, man. <laughs> win me, hit the ball, win ball games. Oh, you know Pat Burrell's not the only problem. This on I'm not saying club. he is, not, but you know, yet we talk about him every single week because that's we expect so much from him. Okay, all right. What do you? No. I, this there's no there's no excuse. You know what? You can't. Say and everybody anything. looks to me like because I like Pat Burrell. You I, can't say anything bad about Aaron Rowan. Because the dude ran into a fence and broke his face. That's true. But he goes on a sub. You can't say anything I'll bad about I'll tell you what, him. though, Ho, I can say stuff bad about now. My love affair with Sal Fasano is over. <laughs> Should have been. It's over. That dude is not a major league catcher, man. I mean, maybe he can catch, but he can't hit. And you he can't, can't run. run. He, can't, he can't hit. He's a total liability. So, I mean, literally, when you, your 7, 8, 9 hitter are Sal Fasano, David Bell, Sal Fasano, and a pitcher. That's an inning. That's a giving an inning away. Does it make you? Does it make you miss Levy? Oh yeah, I miss him. All right, let's go. We heard it first. No man. fist pumps. Even when he just tried to fist. Pump. I don't know. I didn't try to do nothing, but I, you always poop on him all the time, and that's you know reasonable. So, but if you only, if you got Fasano coming up next, come on now. Mike Lieberthal is Pudge Rodriguez next to Sal. Oh, but then I would say you know what? When you have Levy, Bell, and then a pitcher, it's not like wow, that's so much better. Right. It's now, still, but at least your head doesn't go down. No. When you're watching the game and when Fasano comes up. It, no, it does. Yeah, I mean, when Sal Fasano comes up with a man on second and third and two outs, oh. it's <laughs> pack it in. Yeah. When it's two outs, he comes in with a shin guard zone already. Oh the yeah. chest protector, yeah, like, he hey, I'm just going to be staying here he anyhow. Does. He does. Great. He leaves his chest protector <laughs> on the on deck circle. I mean, and, the, you know, what we just talked about, I mean, we've been talking for God knows how long about it. But there's a lot of holes that need to be filled in this team, and they better make they better do something next year. I, I mean, agree. what's going on? I mean, this is this is one um, thing after another with this team. But you know what? It really it's makes, unbelievable, you know, unbelievable. It, it makes my heart sink. Is that your baseball season's over? Oh, it's gone. Oh, it's done. I mean, that, we look forward to baseball every year, man. I look forward to baseball much more than I look forward to football. Be- I think because it's the weather changing in spring, it's summer, it's the summer, right? But I don't know. Come July, I'm looking forward to football because no we're usually out of it by then. Yeah, but that I was. Uh, I think Derek not and I were t- talking. Not this many out. Twelve games out already. The, uh, we've had a, a good run the last couple of years. You know, the Phillies still haven't made the postseason, but they still were up there battling with uh, Atlanta all the time. Four games back, five games back. They made last year interesting. Made last year great, but always like you know. Four or five games at with the wild card now, you're, 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 it rolls you into late August, beginning of September, and then they, they, they break your heart. This year, it's just a to- it's a sad, sad team. It's a mess. It's a stone That's, mess. We always say, you know what? You want to get at least one game better than last year. Sure. So, like four years ago, they were 82 and 82 or 82 and 81 because when the games got canceled. Mm-hmm. So, you'd think by now they'd have like 86 wins. Like, this would be the year they're making the playoffs, and that's what even hurts more this year. Totally agree. Because they're Dave. so far away. Totally right. agree. 
It's a shame. All right, that's it. They're regressing. Yes. I want to end the Phillies conversation because it seems to me that it brings us no pleasure. <laughs> well, you know, it doesn't. And we talk about it every week and every week of uh, I, I, the last – our last three podcasts, we were talking about it. Um, we were getting, we, they just had. It was this whole month of June, and it, now with the with the the charges brought against Brett Myers, it just it blew the top off my head. Well, that's what I was going to say. The best thing about coming here is I can blow steam off and I don't have to beat my wife anymore. Well, that's good. <laughs> wow. But no, that's the good thing about this is we get to come down here and scream and yell. Yeah. Our people that listen, they get to jump on the forums and just. You can run. Hey, they suck. You know what? What can you say now? Exactly. The Mets fans don't even come on to bust our balls anymore because they're so far out. They're like, why even waste our time? Why yeah. waste it's our time? It's not. It's a non-discussion. Yeah. It's anymore. not fun for them anymore. Yeah, they're probably no. talking to the Marlins. Yeah, because I, I want to end it. Do you have any any final thoughts on the Phillies? Nope. I don't see. I, I just like to see. Um, you know, they're not playing the Mets. I think until September again. Um, I always like to see. I always like to watch that series just because they want to beat the Mets. I like. I like. You know, series, they'll have their Nationals, call-offs. Atlanta. I always like to watch those games. So if they can, you know, pull a couple of those off, it'd be great. But everything else, it doesn't mean anything to me anymore. I agree. I totally agree. Let's move on to the Sixers over. draft, Dave. Are you going to the Sixers draft? Going tomorrow? down the Sixers draft down to uh, the Wachovia. See, this is great. This is a clean slate. Yeah. You know, this is fresh. You know, just like us with the Phils in April. But now we got the now we're already talking about the Sixers. We gave up this, on the Sixers in December, I think. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. So let me move on to um, the Sixers draft needs provided to us by the Most Valuable Network. Oh, that's if anyone is down at the, uh, the Wachovia for the Sixers party, you can look for the fat guy drinking the Budweiser. That would be me. I think there's going to be plenty of those. Okay, I'll be the one uh, giving out Philly sports card or Philly sports cast cards. And uh, okay. With the Sixers picking at 13 this year, several very good players will be sitting there for the Sixers to pick. Because of this, the Sixers can draft to fill a need or simply pick the best player available. The talk around the Sixers is that they want to return to the days of defensive basketball where Theo Ratliff, Dikembe Mutombo, anchored the defense and wings and put pressure on the ball. I don't know what the hell's going on with that, but I do know that they got to trade Allen Iverson. Do well, you think they will trade happen. Allen Iverson? Well, they're thinking about a three-team trade now. Well, that's the only way they're going to move his salary. So let's see if that happens. You know, Boston. I don't know who we're going to pick up from these. Maybe Atlanta. There's a couple guys in Atlanta that would be good. But, I mean, it's time for a fresh new start, 10 years. Do you think he's going to be traded? Do you think he's going to be traded maybe midseason next year? Or do you think it's going to be No, I think he's gone. I think he's absolutely gone. I think he's going to be traded before the draft. I think he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's got to go. He's going to go. And you know he didn't care. You know, remember that Stinney pulled last before the uh, end at of the, the end season? of the year. He what, didn't I was play, thinking about that. Th- yeah, like two didn't even go, or he came late to the uh, fan yeah, appreciation night. He knows. Yeah, you know, he doesn't care anymore. John Burkett from MVP Most Valuable Network MVN, I believe that is, um, has um, Randy Foyer <laughs> from Villanova going to Atlanta at five, which is pretty wow. nice for him. That's a big payday. And the Sixers Maurice Ager from Michigan guard from Michigan State. So, so they're looking for a guard. Yes, but if they can move up to get Boston's pick at seven for Iverson, and then pick at thirteen, then they get a nice good nucleus because they're predicting that Marcus Williams from UConn, another guard, will be going to um, Boston at seven. Well, now, I'm not saying they need two guards, but I'm saying that they might be able to get somebody like Lamarcus Aldridge, Rodney Carney, uh, Ronnie Brewer. Those guys. Who's going to number seven? Did you say? 
Marcus um, Williams. Is it uh, okay? Marcus Boston. Williams. So Rodney Carney and Ronnie Brewer are guards, but they they could play the four position. So I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd like to see them move Iverson and get some kind. Of, what do you like? Let me give you your your best reaction. What do you think is going to give out the loudest cheer tomorrow when they trade Iverson or when they pick their first round pick? I don't know who you're who you're looking at, but I think the only thing you're going to the only way you're going to get a reaction through this whole thing is if they trade out Iverson. If they, the only reason why they're going to be there's not going to there's going to be no reaction if they uh, pick Marcus Ager from Michigan State. No, I think there will be. A, I think there will be a reaction. It'll either be blue. Remember the Kevin Ollie pick when everybody went, "Who the hell is that?" I think the reaction is going to be there. Going to get fresh blood in here. But you're right. The biggest noise would be if Iverson was moved, and I gotta believe he's going to be moved tomorrow. All right, well, I think I doubt it would happen. But if uh, the guard from Villanova, Foyer. Yes. He was there at 13, which is highly unlikely, but if the Sixers drafted him. No, the potential is there for him to be there at 13. I mean, you never know what everybody's You never know, for. exactly. And who's the other guy from Connecticut? Is it Rudy Gay? Yeah, Gay. He's uh, supposed to go number one. He so. could go number one, yeah. He's one of the five they keep saying. And then I even heard J.J. Redick coming to the Sixers. They might get him at 13. Really? They got Rudy Gay going one. Redick, they got him going 14 to Utah. So here's our local boys going in the draft projected by uh, Most Valuable Network. Um, Randy Foyer, Villanova, at number five. Marty Collins from Temple going 17 to Indiana. Kyle Lowry from Villanova going 28 to Dallas. And in the second round, we have Alan Ray, guard Villanova, going to the Clippers. And Stephen Smith, a forward from LaSalle, going to the New Jersey Nets at 54. That's not bad. Congrats to the local boys. Well, let's see if they get. Uh, I could see uh, Alan Ray and Stephen Smith going unrestricted somewhere. Just not getting drafted. I can yeah. see that as well because there's a lot of players out there that could. Um, and that's no offense to no, no. MVN, but no. I mean, they see the local boys. Of course, you always want to see your local boys get drafted. Right on. So, what are you looking forward to that besides the free alcohol tomorrow? Uh, I would like to see Iverson trade it. Like to see him go somewhere else, try to win a championship there, and just have the Sixers restart. They're going to be losing. Let's just start over. Get rid of Weber in two years. Get rid of AI this year, and go with it. It's a shame. It is a shame. It's a shame, you money. But you know what? This this team needs a total breakdown. Oh, it totally does. A total. Now breakdown. is Kingdom King the guy to give it to you? Well, I don't know. He better be because they because um King's got pictures of Snyder. That's yeah, the only I, reason I agree, he's here, man. Because Snyder loves him. I'll tell you what. Let's move AI. Let's move AI. Guys, I'm going to close the show off with something special for both. Hold on. Real quick, I want to say one thing. Because when we were talking about hockey last week, Rod Brendamore was never the captain for the Flyers. He was the assistant captain when Deneen was captain. Took over when Deneen was hurt. So he was captain. He wore the C. He wore the C, but he wasn't named captain. Talking to someone else who really loves the Flyers. And I said, when Brendamore got traded, why did he get traded? So, but uh, he's like, rumor had it. Lindros lived with Brendamore. Lindros was fooling around with Brenda Moore's wife. And at the time, Clark was really high on Lindros and said, well, Rod, we're going to have to trade you. And that's why they traded him. I don't they know if They traded Rod Brenda Moore because Lindros was effing his wife? That's, that's a, the rumor I heard. I don't remember that floating around at all when it happened. I remember him getting hurt because he never really got hurt. He was always the Iron Man. Yeah, he never got hurt. And they traded him to get Primo. So that's just one of the rumors. That's a little stretch, but hey, I don't know inside stuff. I don't know. I remember the story. Got inside scoop right here, boys. 
and that was in uh, 2000. Right on. Yeah, well, you know, he went off, won his championship. That's great. Yipper. Oh, okay. Now we're going to end the show with. This list was provided by Ed Berkowitz from the Philadelphia Daily News. It is the list of the week. Would you guys like to hear it? Sure. A Perens gruesome look at the championships won in the four major sports since the 76ers captured Philadelphia's last title on May 31st, 1983. This is pretty creepy. <laughs> Overall by city, 30 total. Chicago has eight championships. Okay. Los Angeles, eight. New York, eight. Detroit, seven. Boston, six. Edmonton, five. Dallas, four. Denver, four. San Francisco, four. East Rutherford, New Jersey, with three. Miami, with three. Oh, that's not part of New York. No. Okay. Miami, with three. Pittsburgh, with three. San Antonio, with three. Baltimore, with two. Houston with two, Minnesota with two, Montreal with two, Tampa Bay with two, Toronto with two, Washington with two. Anaheim has one, Atlanta has one, Calgary has one, Cincinnati has one, Green Bay has one, and they only have one sports team. (laughs) Kansas City won, Oakland won, Phoenix won, Raleigh, North Carolina won, (laughs) and St. Louis won. That is your rundown of cities who have had parades since Philadelphia, been a parade in Philadelphia. All right, I got to go. I'm going to go kill myself. Let me just give you the um, the teams that have won championships, Super Bowl championships, since the Sixers last won a championship in this town. San Francisco has won four Super Bowls. Dallas has won three. New England has won three. Denver has won two. The Giants have won two. The Redskins, I couldn't even get it out, <laughs> won two. Baltimore has won one. Chicago with one. Green Bay with one. The Raiders with one. Pittsburgh with one. St. Louis with one. And Tampa Bay with one. Horrible. Now, let me, let me just show you something really crazy about this. How many expansion teams in baseball have won a World Series since May 31st, 1983? I guess a quick three. quiz for you. Three Florida. Florida twice. Arizona, Arizona once. Arizona once. That's, I'm trying That's to all that came to my head real That's, quick. Was there any expansion in the 80s at the beginning? Not that it would be on this list. It's only, it's only, there's two expansion teams since we okay. started paying attention. Florida with two. Mm-hmm. and Arizona with one. Arizona with one. And you know who else is on this list? The Mets with one. <laughs> NHL teams. You know who Look, else is on there? Toronto with one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's there. It's there. It should be in bold. But I'm sad to say Toronto has two. Do they have two since then? Yes. I think they won back-to-back. God damn. That's why Gillick's here, right? Let's just go with your uh, with NHL, NHL teams. Dave, how many do you, How many does Edmonton have since then? Do you know? Well, five. Yep. Because you said that Edmonton has five, and they don't have a baseball oh, team. Right on, right on. <laughs> Football, they don't knock out in CFL. Edmonton has five. Detroit has three. The Devils New have. New Jersey Devils have three. Colorado with Deuce. Damn. Montreal with Deuce, Pittsburgh with two, Calgary with one, Carolina with one, <laughs> Dallas with one, me. the Rangers, that oh. kills me, with one, and Tampa Bay Lightning with one. I can't goddamn even, Lightning I can't read and the, the goddamn anymore. Buccaneers. Can't read the list anymore. But I will say this. I don't know what else to do. That's the list. That's the list. Now that's a story. 
That's a story. He's right. The Bulls with six. <laughs> Lakers with six. That's six parades, man. We, dude, just, that just gets to show you how tightly wound that bottle of champagne is for oh, this parade. It's going to be This sick. city's going to explode. Like, they've never... Like, the Chicago has won six championships, and they've had riots every single time, right? Oh, yeah. Imagine the riot that's going to take place on South Broad Street. It's going to be bad. Imagine how excited the Sixers got when they beat the Lakers game one yeah. at L.A. Do you have any parting words? My, that was my parting words. What are your guys? I'm stunned. I, I'm, uh, I'm, just give me a minute to collect myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I've so, never seen it. I've never seen anything. Anybody win anything? That's what curls me. You have been. You were alive. You, you were born in '77, right? So you saw. You were born during the glory days, <laughs> right? So when I was six, are we right. going to end with glory Up days? To six. Yes, six. Yeah, I was. I was just trying to take a poop. I don't think I remember the. Uh, the Dr. J's of the world. I think I remember you taking lots of poops. You just didn't. You put them in different places. Right. But I just want to say, uh, you know, football season's coming around, and T.O.'s coming to town. And he's coming October 8th, and everybody's got to get it ready because this is going to be this coming down the pike, boys. Get ready because forget about the Phillies. Forget about everything else. Football season's coming. E-money line's coming. And let's get it going on. Dave. I say it's time to either move to Chicago, L.A., New York, or Detroit. There you go. Good night, everybody. and um, Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. Independence Day, baby. No, no show next week, but jump on the forums. Yep. And uh, we will get – we'll see you in two weeks. See you in two weeks. Rock on.